0: Welcome to the Real Estate Investor Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Lipsky of Break of Day Capital. I talk to leading experts to discuss a wide range of subjects to educate investors on best in class practices to build legacy wealth and positively impact communities. Let's jump in. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Investor Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Lipsky. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Asset Management Mastery, where we have a great community of thousands of like-minded individuals sharing resources and best practices. Hey, everyone. We have launched the BODC Multifamily Impact Fund. Invest with a trusted operator with a track record of success. Our fund offers diversification, risk mitigation, tax benefits, and stringent acquisition criteria. If you'd like to learn more, head over to our website at breakofdaycapital.com. Choosing the right insurance coverage for multifamily properties isn't that complicated, if you know who to talk to. At the Garzella Group, we're uniquely qualified to help you navigate the range of policy choices you have, and we're committed to saving you 30% in the process. We do intensive market research and have nationwide relationships so we can find coverage other insurance brokers simply can't. We should talk. Go to Quotenow.biz and we'll start the conversation. Today on the podcast, we have Joe Fang, who's our Director of Investor Relations, to talk about launching a fund. Welcome to the show again, Joe.
1: Hey, Gary. Good to see you. Thanks for having me again.
0: You and I debated launching a fund for, for many months. And I know a lot of sponsors have gone through that same debate. So why don't you share our reasoning for launching a fund?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, the debate really stems from, you know, there are just certain people that like to get into exactly, or they, they want to know ahead of time exactly what they're getting into. And so there are going to be people who will always stick with single asset indications, and that's fine with that. There's also people that want more diversification, in a fund model you know there's certain flexibilities that come with the fund which is you know why we have such a long debate but you know finally you know we we decided that this is the way to go consistent with one of our core values uh, kaizen we want to make improvements constantly we feel that we can provide our investors with the same expertise with our focus in multifamily value add as specifically in just a few key markets where we're experts in but we can provide an investment vehicle for it such that we could reduce the risk further, minimize the dispersion and stabilize cash flow. So I think this is something that our investors would want.
0: Yeah, I think that risk mitigation piece is so key because if you have you know four really good deals and one bad deal and no one's got a 100% track record, that's perfect. So what happens is it levels it out for, for investors. So if they just happen to in just that one deal that isn't performing as well as some of the others, you know, they're not going to get beat up by that one. It's, it levels it off. And it actually, it benefits investors way more than it benefits us because it, it, it reduces our upside by spreading it out across the board for investors. So I think that's, particularly in times like these, when there's just such, you know, like fluctuation, there's a lot of capital calls going on. There's a lot of operators that, you know, Maybe have been lucky the last few years because uh, they weren't as experienced operators as some others out there, and so this really protects an investor by that that risk mitigation. But still having the upside, the cash flow, the cost segregation, all of those things.
1: I want to add to one more point. We want to focus on diversification, not diversification. And I want to clarify that by saying you know you're you're still gonna get our concentrated strategy, but we're just gonna spread it uh, amongst a, a few different properties. We're not gonna be investing in other asset classes and in different markets that we're not experts in, and so this is really just to smooth out a little bit of volatility and to stabilize cash flows with that. you know our buy box is still gonna be very strict. We're still really focused on that class B class C workforce affordable housing where there's very sticky demand that, you know, where the supply is just unlikely to ever catch up. Now we might consider in unique situations, you know, maybe you're looking at class A properties where there's very strong cash flows, maybe less value add component, but uh, if we, especially if we can get at a discounted price. So just want to remind our investors, you know, this is still a very focused, you know, our buy box is still very tight. And let me just add that the fund life will be roughly four to six years. You know, as we buy assets, you know, make our improvements and look for opportunities to exit, we're just going to give back our investors money and profits. It's not a forever fund.
0: I like how you said diversification. I was cracking up. I see operators out there and hey, maybe they've been studying other asset classes for years and if they have, then kudos to them. But for the ones that are just jumping into flavor of the month and stuff like that, you know. I'd be a little worried about that, you know, because it just takes years of knowledge to really protect your investors versus just jumping into something. It can be dangerous, you know, so just some food for thought for those out there. But let's talk about our fund, the BODC Multifamily Impact Fund, which is a mouthful, but uh, we decided to call it that because of the fact that we provide vitally important workforce housing that is safe, Reasonably priced and a quality place to live for our residents that they can proudly call their home. That's where that impact fund comes in, it also impacts our investors too. You know, we're creating you know financial freedom. They don't have to deal with the tenants, trash, and toilets. You know, we have a team of people that do that. They can keep living their best lives in whatever fashion that is. But uh, you know, they don't build more workforce housing. They build Class A, really nice, expensive stuff, and so. You know, the life force of America is that workforce housing. And we need millions and millions of, of units of that. And so, you know, we could come in and take a property, instill our value add process. You know, typically we'll rebrand the property, improve the interiors, improve the exteriors, add amenities, improve operations. And we can extract millions and millions of dollars in value by renovating and fixing up these properties and and residents typically want to stay in our properties, even with an increase in rent, because it's safe, because it's nicer, because we're offering more for less. So really proud of that work that we do.
1: Yeah, Gary, if I could just, you know, piggyback on what you said, we felt that having the word impact in the title of our fund is critical, because, you know, we want to make a positive impact, not only to our investors, but, you know, to our residents, And, you know, this is a win-win situation that we love doing. You know, it's, this is a bit of a, actually a bit of a passion project for us. You know, we do this because we love what we do and we wouldn't know what else to do. You know, I mean, I guess we could have just semi-retired, but it's just because we actually love doing this. And I also want to add that it's very important to do our part in impact investing and, you know, we're, I want to mention that a portion of our break of day capital corporate profits, you know, will be donated to various charities, causes that we strongly believe in.
0: Talk about the criteria and timeline for an investor that wants to get involved or for someone for a sponsor out there thinking about doing a fund. How do they think about criteria and timeline?
1: Yeah, I mean, like I say, you know, I don't want our investors and future or potential investors to think that this is some different, totally different animal you're you're still getting the same you know concentrated strategy you know Gary people come to us because they like our operational focus they they like the fact that you know we really focus on asset management and not really trying to do any more than what we're really good at and just keep doing it better and better with each deal but you know we're going to package it in a way that that's a little bit more diversified where we can minimize some of that dispersion you know each property has its own unique attributes and we're just trying to smooth that out trying to uh, give give investors a more of a blended average because you know at the end of the day you know they may not care about our values or our vision but they're going to care about you know whether they consistently get that cash flow mailbox money every quarter right so we're just trying to add more value by doing that and then you know it's one simple k1 one simple subscription agreement and having your money you know exposed to several different deals you know and the same cost segregation, the same bonus depreciation, the tax benefits that you would normally get with the, with the single asset, you know, syndication. Everything's kind of the same. You know, it's a hard asset and it's a great inflation hedge. It's recession resilient. You know, and like I mentioned before, you know, you're looking at a roughly a timeline of about four to six years. You know, we're gonna be looking to acquire properties, you know, over the, the next 12 months. Depending on the sooner of getting to three to five assets, or the anniversary of of one year from the opening, we're going to go ahead and close the fund, and then just uh, perform our business plan and renovation strategy, and uh, prepare to exit these properties and deliver returns to our investors. You
0: had mentioned market expertise earlier, and I thought I should expand on that because we don't do the shotgun approach. We're not trying to do deals all over the over the over the country. We've really honed in the Southwest markets. We've so far done all of our deals in Arizona, but we've been looking in the suburbs of Denver, uh, Albuquerque, Vegas for over a year and a half now. We haven't pulled the trigger on any of those, but what's important is is, is building those broker relationships, building up thousands of data points so that you know, when we see a good deal, we could check you know through our, our database to see hey, does this make sense? Where does this compare to others? This is 1980s in this market. How many units? What needs to be done? Boom. It's $175,000. you know, 10%, 15% below what we should be paying. This is a great deal. Or maybe it's above and it doesn't really make sense. So that market expertise really, really goes a long way by, by narrowing our focus.
1: Hey, Gary, with that, could you talk a little bit about the first acquisition in the fund?
0: Yeah. So Spanish Trails, this is 256 units, 1979 vintage, B-class area. Really, really like this asset. It's an institutional grade. The previous owner has put in almost $3 million over the last uh, few years in this property. But what we'll do is continue the the interior renovations i think we have about 40 percent of the units to go we'll also uh rebrand the property so it's the place at spanish trail and we'll name it icon on spanish trail so icon is what we brand all of our properties i think it kind of gives you know a cool kind of brand you know for that property we'll also create when you drive up to the property it doesn't have that wow factor and so it's really important you know how can we do something that pulls people in that's cost effective you know we're not going to waste a ton of money but maybe some design elements that you know present to a person that's pulling up a, a future resident that this is the place to live so we'll focus on that as well main courtyard area it's very brown. So we're going to need some accent colors and add some pergolas and some toys in a dog park. So not a huge, huge value add, but a nice cash flowing stable property that we can add value. I'll tell you the two areas that we can add value that should add about two and a half million dollars of value to the property is the water bill is about twice as high as a very similar property of ours and many other properties as well based on that unit count. They don't have low flow fixtures, toilets, faucets, the shower heads. So, you know, we can get at least uh, a fifty thousand dollars savings just on on low flow. Also, their insurance bill—they had a claim—and so their insurance bill is much, much higher, more than two times higher than than what we would have to pay for insurance. So, when you take those two and divide it by a five cap, that's like two and a half million dollars of value that we'll we'll be able to create, hopefully within within six months. So. Really excited about this opportunity. You know, when the broker let us know this was kind of five miles from three of our other properties, this will be our ninth deal in Tucson. We we knew right away that it was a really interesting deal. And then obviously, we always want to have eyes on it. So we toured the property, we toured the comps. We were excited about it. our property management company was really excited about it. And, you know, thankfully, it was awarded to us.
1: Yeah, I'm really glad we got this one. I know that we had best and final on three. I should say two additional deals. and uh, ultimately, the price just got away from us. And I'm just you know happy that you know we're disciplined buyers that we're not gonna we're just not going to chase them. And if we get one, we get one. You know, maybe we'll get a couple more down the road. And if not, so be it. You know, we only buy good deals. It's better to walk away from a so-so deal, you know, than to try to you know push it, right? And we start to wrap up this update. I want to kind of mention to our audience if they want to learn more about this new product that we have our new fund that we're you know obviously very excited to talk about um if they want to just go ahead and go to our website go into the investor portal and we have all the documents and the recordings of the webinar the FAQs the deck anything that's relevant you know to the fund to the deal it's all there just go ahead and click in there and uh, poke around but you know if you still have any questions i'm always you know happy to you know answer any uh, emails or or phone calls that you might have i do want to mention that this is a reg d 506c offering and so this is only restricted to accredited investors only well gary i'm really excited you know in the direction that break of day capital is moving towards you know as a passive investor for many years, you know, I, I'm so excited uh, for this natural progression of, of the business, you know, as we get bigger and bigger and growing organically and taking down better deals and, you know, delivering strong returns to investors and then and, and just doing our part, you know, we can, we can do well, right, by doing good. And, it, this is just, I'm just so glad that, you know, we can do this together and 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 hopefully make the impact to the world and leaving the legacy that that we want to leave.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Living living our best lives. Yeah. I appreciate Joe, you coming on the show and, and sharing to our listeners about our fund and our latest deal. And that wraps it up for today. So I'll be back next week on another informative episode of the Real Estate Investor Podcast. Thanks everyone. Take care now. To all of our listeners, thanks for joining us. And if you like this episode, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher and like, subscribe and leave a review as it will help us reach more people. And if you'd like to learn more about what we do at Break of Day Capital, head over to our website at breakofdaycapital.com and sign up for our newsletter and fill out our investor application. We'll talk to you next week.